Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad, I'm doing pretty well, hey Chad, I'm doing pretty good tonight. How's it going, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we we got that wrong. I'm doing pretty good, Chad. You know, uh, excited about the Hogs being in a bowl game for the first time since 2016. So, you know, even a three-win year. So it's nice to go bowling and get some of these uh, younger guys and program in general just a couple more weeks of practice in another game. You yeah. To, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. How are you, so? So what's going on, you know? How are you enjoying the sports? How are you enjoying the holidays? Everything. Everything's going good right now. Um, my holidays are... You know, have been good. You know, of course, we did uh, we did the uh, Hanukkah and and uh, you know we gave out gifts for the eight eight days and all that. <clears throat> you know, it's always a good time. So uh, I enjoyed it for sure. Nice. Well, that's great to hear, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know, it was a good time for sure. So. How about you? How how is your uh, Christmas going? It's going all right. I mean, not going anywhere, so that's not all right. But you know, feel pretty good right now. So at least got that. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I hope you're okay. Yeah, you know, man. Uh, yeah, we got a football bowl game. I mean, basketball eight no. We start conference play to really see where we're at against Auburn so that's exciting that's uh you know that's gonna be two back-to-back days I guess Wednesday the 30th we play Auburn in basketball and then the next uh-huh. day we play in football so and then you got New Year's Day to hang out and stuff so it's a it's a good time right now yeah I think it's gonna be an excellent time <clears throat> and I think uh you know we're going to you know enjoy watching you know these th- this program you know flourish as as the uh as the year goes on especially with the bowl game and you know basketball the way it's going i mean everything is is looking up and it's looking like it's going the right direction so i think uh you know i think we're going to be good 
um, I'm, you know, I've kind of weirded out. I feel like that we're already at the end of football season. It just feels like it just began. It, it just went so fast. And we played a lot of games, a lot of great teams. It uh, just feels like it flew by. And it doesn't feel, it feels like we got done dirty, you know, because we got that fake loss to Auburn and stuff. And it just, the whole year just feels kind of like you got done dirty. And it feels like a, like, man, I don't know if I want to, I guess this is what I thought. So I'm just going to say it. It felt kind of like a pity bowl or something, you know, like, oh, they ain't been to a bowl game in a long time. And they got those three wins and stuff. But then you had the, you know, then you had the Auburn win on and you got a four win situation. But then they got us going up against a six win TCU. It's like they have a lot of confidence in us or or whatnot you know what i mean like so it's it's a tough game uh so i'm excited to you know see what we can do there but i don't know did you have any of those types of feelings yeah but i mean if you if you if in a normal schedule you know you're tacking on four like you tack on this year for non-conference even if we lose to notre dame you go three and one you add on Mm -hmm. three sec you know we don't play georgia and florida two losses I mean, you you can beat Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and then um, we play Tennessee anyway. So you count that you have those three SEC wins plus the three non-con that we would have had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like we're six and six, like that kind of bowl game. Um, it's I mean, t- I mean every I mean Mississippi State's in one, South Carolina was before canceled for COVID. Tennessee was in one. Ole Miss is in Ole, Ole Miss is uh, they're not as bad as. Uh, some of those examples of Mississippi State. And yeah. Tennessee. But, I mean, everybody who got in, they know SEC people will watch or whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so they're going to give us a shot. And I mean, I, don't, I mean, there's, there's got to be teams to play, and they want the big conferences. It's obvious, man. So look how the playoffs are uh, drawn up. You know, they're going to protect the big conferences. And we, we had sometimes get a – get kind of a – we get gifts from that. But, that yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't feel as good. I'm not going to. Like next year, hopefully, hopefully we get a normal year. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's, I want like a real, you know what I mean? I want to really earn it. Uh, but with oh, with yeah. the Auburn win, like you're saying, uh, a great point. And that's the one, you know what I mean? There's some different things in other games, but like Auburn was was right there a win. That's the end of the call game. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now. So, so it counts. I feel pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, and then we'll go, we'll play TC. And I think that's going to, let us know like a lot about our team like if we can go over there and handle them and just show that we are a you know dominant sec football program again uh that you know they just go hold our own and do do what we need to do as a member of the sec and get that w you know i expect everybody to get it uh that's in the sec um but you know i mean i i guess you know auburn is, they're probably not gonna get it but i think everybody else is probably gonna Get that W, and uh, so I don't know. Yeah, and also the, the thing with if compared to other SEC schools too that made the bowl games with the, just a couple wins, mm-hmm. like they played Vanderbilt. You know what I mean? And so some of these teams have one more win than us. They played Vanderbilt. We played Georgia and Florida, just added on to us. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like, does that really count? I mean, you give us just Vanderbilt or even. You know, I feel pretty good about our chances against Kentucky this year instead of one of those. And you're looking at five 
which would, would have been good. I think it's the way kind of the year ended that we lost a couple. If we would have just beat even Missouri or LSU, mm-hmm. even just one more kind of at the end of the year, this would this would be a heck you know heck of a way to go out. Oh yeah, momentum. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Beating a six, like you said, six and four Big Twelve school, and old S-Dub Southwestern Conference foe that we're forty <laughs> like forty four and twenty against. Yeah. So it's kind of like, do you really want them to? Well, it'd be nice to get that win. It really would. It'd prove a lot. I think it would do a lot for us uh, as a program. I think I'd build a lot of confidence going into next year. You know, probably going to pull even some more recruits or whatnot. But, you know, I don't know. It seems to me that coaching has been more of an issue than talent around the University of Arkansas for a very long time. I think Sam Pittman showed us that. that It's definitely not a talent issue. It's more of a coaching issue. Now, yeah, we got a bit of a depth issue because the coaches ran people off and they transferred out a whole lot. So now we have to build that depth back up with with a coach that players actually trust and want to be there and know that's going to be there. But I feel like he's on very solid ground with Juracek, and it feels like a very stable position for him right now. And that's one thing you're looking at when you're a high school coach and you're, you're working with a kid that's going to be transferring off to a college and you're looking at a few different colleges with him, and you're going to be saying, like, what does the stability of that head coach look like before I, you know, suggest that my player should go, you know, to that college? So... You know, it helps a lot with recruiting when you got that stability. And I think we have that right now, so that's good. Yeah, I think Pittman's – I think your chick kind of shot away and said, oh, you know, they already had – they already had Chad Morris hired, you know, before I was before I was hired. So I had nothing to – or, well, I mean, uh, or, or I was just hired and they already hired him or whatever. So he kind of put that – so Pittman is his guy, his hire. He went out on a limb, mm-hmm. um, you know, hiring a – you know, never before, or especially, to, you know, I know he coached a little bit, but not like a, this is pretty much his first head coaching job. Yeah. Uh, and then it's SEC and, you know, it's, it's proved to be like a stable. You, you just, you just trust the way Pittman's a real guy and like, not a, like, it doesn't seem like we're going to get any kind of violations or we're never just going to have a, a mass like exodus or scandal or anything to ruin it. And, you know, he's just, you know, last year he had had nothing and got us to a, a you know they were fortieth ranked in recruiting this year. At least moved up to about twentieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and that's only with a couple wins, working off you know twenty SEC losses. So you get three SEC wins. Another way, yeah, we had seven losses of them, but we had three SEC wins, which was yeah, you know more a lot more than we had the last couple of years. And I think he's stable, and it feels good to have a stable guy. And I think I think he I think he expects to be be better from here on out yeah and i think that's you know i think that's reasonable and i think that's you know what we, we should expect from also as fans you know so well I, I guess we should talk about this alabama game quit beating around the bush we gotta we gotta get into it we gotta knock this thing out <laughs> oh you caught me man i was trying to stall as long as i could <laughs> let's do it i don't know what we're gonna you know i don't know how long we're gonna stay on the subject but we All got, right, moving on now. <laughs> we got the brakes beat off of us by Alabama, fifty-two to three. Um, just got dominated the entire game. It was very embarrassing. Uh, it felt like you know at the very beginning maybe there was a possibility maybe something might happen. It, it got really bad really quickly after that, and uh, never it never stopped. Uh, you know. 
I mean, I know we held them to, you know, only a touchdown the third and fourth quarter. I know that, you know, they really ran it up, you know, getting, you know, four touchdowns in the in the second quarter, you know. So, yeah, it is what it is, right? Look, I mean, in the beginning of that game, you knew we weren't going to win, but, like, we hold them. They, well, we go three and out, I guess, the first drive, but they, they get the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, we hold them to a field goal. It's like that's not that's not bad. I know, was feeling know. good. I felt yeah. good, man. Like, and and then we then we drive down the next when we we have to score a touchdown against that and take that momentum. It's a di- could be a different ball game, but we get held mm-hmm. to it and we get down at the um, first and goal from the eight yard line. Mm-hmm. And then we have a false start, puts us back, so we're first and goal from the thirteen, makes it tougher. Um, we just can't get closer than nine. We have to kick a field goal. He does make yeah. it. Uh, Phillips a different kicker uh, this week. So it's three three, and then then the very next drive, Alabama's offense. You know we um, we force them to punt, and mm. then we go. Uh, of course, then then the uh, I think just the game changer was we punted the ball, couldn't get moving after we, you know, stopped them. We had you know a three and out, another pen- or two penalties. Excuse mm-hmm. me, two false starts in the same drive, putting mm-hmm. them on. Second, seven, third, and six, false, and then Devonte Smith got the, the return the punt for eighty-four yards, and that was just it. I mean, nothing after that. Just after that, they it. just scored a whole bunch, and uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in the Barry Odom defense. I'll just be honest with you. Um, I think that they, they, it's, it's failed us several times this year, and I think that we got a Sam Pittman has to do something. There has to be some sort of, you know, that something has to happen. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he. I don't know, and I was so hopeful. It seemed like the beginning of the year, like this was it, like we had it all in order. So I don't understand, you know, how it went from what it was to what it is now. It's really kind of crazy. But anyway, back to game. Felipe had, you know, he threw for 90 yards. Uh, JK got in for a minute, threw for 18. Um, You know, what we got? Traylon Smith uh, with uh, 69 yards, uh, 3.6 yards per carry. Uh, and then TJ Hammonds, 25 yards, five yards per carry. Uh, Jefferson, uh, getting 11 yards, 1.8 yards per carry. Uh, and you know, we had, man, you know, this is the, the whole running back situation was a mess, you know? Yeah. Uh, Rakeem Boyd, we really counted on that all year. Just uh, didn't work out. Didn't work the last couple games. I wish he would have uh, been able to play, you know, or whatever. Or would have, would have played and helped us out because we were down, man. I mean, I like it. at least give Hammond some effort. I mean, uh, I mean, he's only gets five. He gets five yards to carry. Maybe he should get a little bit more carries, man. He looked those last couple games like he really wanted to contribute. You know, he gets two, two uh, big plays on one drive, and was it the LSU game? comes in and gets us down to the mm-hmm. red zone, then we take them out, and then you don't really see them too much. So, I mean. Yeah, I um, mean, like, did you mid- yeah. did you come here to compete at the University of Arkansas and try to help the University of Arkansas get better, or did you come here for yourself because you was on TV and then, you you know, you came over here and you just basically used the University of Arkansas to get what you needed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, really, it's really frustrating whenever you don't play out – you know, the last few games in a situation like this, like I feel like you just got to, you know, you don't play all year and then and then because somebody else is, you know, doing better than you, you just you just stop. I don't know. I just don't understand that mentality, I guess. I just don't. 
I just, I just, I just have a hard time getting on board with it, you know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen to this. Let's listen to what Felipe Frank says. And like, you can be the decider between what kind of person you want transferring into your college and playing for your team versus Boyd quitting because Smith was out, you know, performing him. Keep fighting, right? Where'd you go? Why'd you give up on us like that? You're wearing number five. Right, that's a legacy number at the University of Arkansas. I think that's what made made one of the worst things about it. It was number five. Like they just need to retire. And I mean, they should have. But let's listen to Frank's. We're halfway through this, you know, breakdown of the of the game, and and I think this would be a good time to put this in to kind of give us some hope back into our uh, back in our view. I think just speaking for me, um, you know, I just. I, I feel like, you know, it's just my duty, not necessarily my duty, but for me, I, I want to stay and I want to finish the season out. I want to finish what I started. I came here to compete for a season, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, man, I've, I've gone to work week in and week out, you know, with these guys uh, for, for 10 straight games, and, you know, why stop on the 11th? So it, it's just something for me, um, you know, my, my pride and just being able to, out there and I owe it to these guys. I owe it to Coach Pittman, all the guys that have been able to just welcome me into the program um, and just help me take care of my body when I first got here. Just being able to owe that to them and go out here and try to get a big time win. Um, it's just a great opportunity, man. It means a lot to me um, as a person, as a player, is being a part of this program. You know, it's bigger than me. And um, I think, you know, faster that you can realize that, that, you know, the picture is bigger than you, that the best, better things off will be. So. I mean, I think he says it all right there. It's bigger than me, and the sooner you can realize that, the better things are going to be for you. You're right. Like, this is about me helping the University of Arkansas. It's not about the University of Arkansas helping me. I think that's the mentality. It's a difference in mentality. Yeah, it just seemed like he really appreciated the effort they took, you know, rebounding him from a tough tough situation in Florida on coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. And um, they really helped him out and gained his confidence and just had a hell of a year. Absolutely, just I think it increased his chances, um, um, even better for the NFL. But giving us that, I mean, he just didn't like a lot of people just opt out, and he's, you know, he had, he had couldn't play the uh, Florida, I mean, uh, Missouri game. You know what I mean? So you know, like it's not like exactly like he's been 100% injury free. This, but he still wants to play. Still wants to um, help the program out, and uh, I think it's just mutual. Like I, that's that's an awesome. What a like that makes you want to like. Let's get some more grad transfers. He was, mm-hmm. he was um, always a hog, man. It'd, it'd be nice to see him. You know, I hate to see you know I hate to see that Alabama game eight for ten, ninety yards, but then he gets seven sacks. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, so and eight, you run for negative, know. you rush for negative twenty five yards. I mean, you get you get hammered in the backfield like constantly the whole game, right? Trying to run the ball, silly quarterback runs. Like we talked about this earlier in the year. Why are we doing that? You know, you yeah. got. Even Traylon Smith still averaging 3.6 yards per carry. You do that three times, and that's a first down. So give him the ball. Why are we giving him – why are we splitting the touches with Franks and Smith? It makes no sense, and it's exactly what we did. We split the touches with Franks and Smith, I guess because – I don't know. Maybe they, maybe maybe they think Smith will get winded. I don't know. Maybe he don't have the lung capacity for it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you know, we talked about that, especially after that – during that Missouri game. You know, running uh, KJ like they did, just designed mm-hmm. 
design runs when his best runs were when he had to escape out of the pocket and it worked out you know what I mean yep. but like his design was just not working when find a way um, find a way to get the running backs ball man I mean we're yeah. down on running backs and then Spivey I guess he another uh, Monte Spivey came in and what stayed for a year maybe two and decides to transfer it's like he would have had I mean like could you not get some playing time the last couple like last couple games help us out mm-hmm or something or like what's the so uh, so that even makes the ex, uh, accentuates what you know Frank said so yeah God bless what a badass I hope he comes back next year I really do I mean I guess I go, yeah what'd you say he got somebody uh, some sort of a, a senior, senior bowl, bowl or whatever he's gonna go do that yeah but I, still I still I hope he comes back I hope I hope he he decides to come on back and do one more year and then go to the NFL. I think it would be tremendous for him. Uh, just think of what kind of year he could have if he did that. Man, he'd be so much better with the receiving core. I mean, he didn't get any time to practice with these guys, and they already look good. So just think of spring practice. I mean, what? A, I mean, that just makes it a heck of a better job. I mean, no spring practice in that offense to get get accustomed. Guys, yeah, mm-hmm. but you got. I mean, you're gonna have all his weapons back. You know what I mean? You're gonna have Burks and Woods and. Like, come do a real year. Let's see you do one real year. Come on, Felipe. Like, offensive line is gonna be better. There's no way the offensive line ain't gonna get better. All oh, these yeah. guys are coming back. Definitely. Um, besides the Cunningham, because he's a senior, but uh, but man, like you just like there's. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I like what I saw from KJ, and uh, I'm confident in that. But, yeah, if Frank's wanted to come back, I'd welcome him. For sure. Me too. Me too. And so, anyway, so we got, for receivers, you got Woods, uh, 43 yards, you know, 14-yard uh, average. Uh, Traylon Smith, uh, 24 yards, 24-yard uh, average, getting that one, one pass. Uh, Blake Kern, uh, 19 yards and 9.5 average. And then uh, – Traylon Barks with uh, 16 yards uh, with an 8 yard average. About the same uh, same for each one. So, I don't know. I, I feel like you could spread it around a little bit more. But I, don't, I guess, you know, we were just having trouble getting it there, you know, and being able to to stop the <coughs> Alabama offensive line from getting in the backfield and disrupting the play, honestly. I mean, it just kept breaking it down constantly throughout the whole game. So Yeah. I think you're right about that. You know, you start off those like first couple drives, like the first first play of the game, and we hit Woods on a slant, just you know for 16 yards for first down. Mm-hmm. Um, next drive, you get I saw uh, Traylon gets a run for 16. Then we go to Burks for another like first down catch, and those are half their. Well, Woods had three catches, but that's half. Burks catches one. They catch one both in the early in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, and then boom, like one more after that. And yeah, just. I mean, it's I don't know. It's, it's got to sit. It, it all steps up. We're it just shows this game shows how far away we are from Alabama. And that just mm-hmm. it wasn't. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, at least we scored. We didn't get shut out. You know, and uh, I mean, I know they scored fifty-two on us, but man, it could been a lot worse. It has been a lot worse before. So, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, it sucked. The whole game sucked. Yeah, you know, defense. We don't have. We don't have one sack. Nothing. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. You know, Poole stepped up. He he was the, you know, leading tackler uh, in the game. Uh, Catalan coming in behind him. 
Mason Miles, um, you know, they played real hard. Uh, Nick Turner did a good job this game, stepping in. Uh, Bishop had a good game. And that was, you know, Isaiah Nichols. And then, and then it kind of drops off from there. And that's one thing we were talking about through the beginning of the year whenever we were doing really well was how all the, you know, defensive players are really able to contribute, you know, and, and make something happen. And we kind of saw that fall off uh, towards the end of the year. So, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like with this with this coach, I guess, I just feel like with this defense and the way it is right now and kind of how it went at the end of this year, so I, like, it, I just don't care. I don't care for it at all and how it went. I feel like after Missouri, it feels like something happened and, you know, things didn't – things went weird, I feel like. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Like – it feels yeah, like something. Right. There was some sort of a shift around that time period. I will. I will say, not that Alabama was with them, but like it didn't help that we had Grant Morgan, our starting linebacker, mm-hmm. you know, leading tackler in the SEC out for that game. You yeah, know that's I mean? true. Well, our depth is already like you were mentioning earlier. Our depth is already so so bad from the previous. Uh, Two kind of or having to have three coaches in the last four seasons, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. not helpful for a program. So I think, but yeah, something definitely happened. I mean, we held Tennessee to and Tennessee's not the best team, but thirteen points. Yeah, you know, they figured it out. We had games where we were scoring, and we give up sixty-three to Florida. Florida had a good offense, but still sixty-three is a lot. You should um, do better than that. LSU twenty-seven, not good against you know a freshman quarterback coming mm-hmm. in. Missouri fifty, no, right when that you know. And then Bama 52. No, hold them to, I mean, hell, 30-something. You know what I mean? But, yeah. no, it, it, it didn't look good. And I'm not um, – um, it's not – I mean, I, I still I'm, – I'm, I'm still okay with Odom. But, yeah, there's got to be something something done to be different. We can't have that defense again. Yeah. Next year's for real, man. We play Rice and then we play Texas, second game of the year, if that schedule holds. So, we got to figure it out, second game of the year, playing Texas. Yeah, I don't know if it's an Odom thing. I don't know, you know, what it is, uh, but uh, whatever it, it is, I mean, it, it needs, is to get, also... needs to get tweaked and fixed, whatever it is, you know. I, you know, I don't know. Of course, you know, that that's, you know, what Pittman has to do as head coach and root, root that out and figure out what the, what the situation was and solve it. And we haven't seen him not do that yet with anything else that's creeped up. So, you know, hopefully we'll see him, you know, address this uh defensive uh situation i guess we'll just have to see as we move forward you know yeah then we got one more game let's see how we come out against tcu oh yeah absolutely and i don't care what he does honestly like if you want to keep barry that's fine with me if you you want to let him go that's fine with me too i'm not like enamored with the guys so i can i could go either way you know Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't see him making a move, but that's Pittman. That's what he gets. Uh, that's what he's got the head coaching job for. Yeah. So. Well, he probably we'll won't. <laughs> Might not need to. Might just need to, you know, be like, hey, what the hell was this or whatever. Or maybe it was just because we had some guys out and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. But it was just really piss poor defensive play for a few games. It wasn't just one. And I think that's where, like, we got to draw a line mm-hmm. as fans, as you know, reporters as as uh, 
you know, administrators, as University of Arkansas students, everybody has to kind of have a hard line drawn in the sand right now because of the type of years we had prior, you know? I think the expectations will kind of, kind of ramp up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of down this next few years, but yeah. I agree. I mean, we got through COVID. You know, we did a thing. We're going to a bowl game. And, uh, you know, so that's exciting. And I guess, you know, I'm done with, unless you have something else you want to talk about with Alabama. Oh, that's longer than I wanted to discuss it. I tried getting us off the game. And we just had to this. Here we are. But, no, I'm done. And Jesus. You know, I look forward to the game day when we uh, beat Bama. All right, then. So that's it. It's in the trash. It's done. We are uh, moving on, and uh, so the next uh, topic at hand would be the bowl game. So we're going to go on down, and we're going to play TCU in the uh, Texas Bowl. So that ought to be a, a fun little thing. Yeah, old Southwestern Conference foes. You know, we played them a couple times. We beat them at TCU 2016, and they came to our place, beat them was last year and, and took the win but uh, you know we lead the all-time series 44 24 and two um, so you know the orange frogs uh it's, it'd be good to just uh show who's boss man i think we've got a lot of momentum people like franks and um just that kind of attitude like hey we're coming out to win this game this isn't just like hey because they gave us a pity no you know we feel like we should be in a bowl game we said that especially yep. since we got three wins they've been saying that mm-hmm that attitude alone makes you feel good. But this is a team, TCU's a team that's, uh, I mean, they've been solid, man. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they're in the big nine or whatever, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a weird conference. But, yeah, it's, it's we need to keep beating Big 12 teams. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Win. How good will a win feel? I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, TCU's yeah, at this point, after all the, after all the, Losses we've had, the going in and, and playing a, a TCU. I mean, it's a good team. They have uh, what six wins? You know, uh, we're going in with three. <laughs> I mean, four if you count Auburn. You know, and it's still even if you're going in with four wins, uh, that's still a wide, you know, a wide margin with the two wins. So, uh, I guess they have a lot of faith in us. They feel like you know we can. We can beat this team, or we at least be competitive with them. So that's exciting to see that the you know the national media, the the national view of Arkansas this year was not that we're you know horrible or something. Yeah, that we should be playing. You know, they didn't relegate us to plan. I mean, that's a six and fourteen, a Big Twelve opponent, man. And the the other non conference game they played was against Louisiana Tech, and they were just in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you also – yeah, we're 3-7. and seven. That's three Sam Pittman career wins, and you're facing Gary Patterson with 178 career wins. I've mm-hmm. uh, been in a lot of bowls. So, what's – you know, uh, they did lose their offensive coordinator, uh, Sonny Cumbie, to Texas Tech, kind of a lateral move. So, so whatever's going on there. Uh, they're leading rusher as a quarterback. So, he's, you know, a, a dynamic dual threat, I guess, Max Dugan. But mm-hmm. – um, um, not much of in if he's leading Russia, the Russian game's not that strong. So the offense, I think, I think this is game for Odom, like kind of coming back to that. Chad is 
let's see him prove it. You know what I mean? And then I feel pretty good. If their defense is supposed to be the strong point, Patterson's mm-hmm. – um, um, the TCU finished top five, Big 12 in total defense, scoring defense, rush defense, pass defense. I guess that's middle of the pack if they've only got – you know, it's not like they've got 12 teams. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive fish, yeah, all these. So, about a solid defense. Um, and if that's their, if that's their strength, I feel pretty good about our offense, kind of being fresh, and, mm-hmm. uh, fresh going out there against us moving the ball. So, that's a, it'll be a definitely be a, um, you know, a game to uh, check Odom, kind of how we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe Pittman thinks that way too. Yeah, maybe so. And we're going up another one of these teams that we're seeing an offensive line that's not quite as you know, large as the other, you know, offensive lines where we've had the trouble. And we've we've seen that trend throughout the year when we've went up against these teams with these smaller uh, offensive lines where we have performed better. Uh, and we've talked about that. So, I mean, you got the, their, their left tackle at 6'7", 325. And, you know, he's probably the biggest dude that's out there. That's at uh, Strutman. So, uh, then you got uh, Lands. Out there, uh, guard. He's six three, three eleven. So you know you're you're looking at a, you know not not a huge not a huge guy, right? They're not in the three twenties and three thirties like Alabama and Auburn and stuff like that. Uh, Avila three fourteen. Uh, that's your center. Uh, your right guard at uh, Myers six five two ninety. McMillan uh, three hundred. Uh, Cooker. Uh, right tackle, uh, three three twenty six, uh, six seven. So he, you know, he's another big boy. So that's the two, you know, that's the two guys. You got the you got the the, the tackles that are that are you know three twenty five ish range. But you know, that's the you know that's the biggest they got, and that's that's really not a huge offensive line compared to what we've seen. Yeah, when you're talking about the SEC, it's gonna. Um, on both sides of the line, but the offensive line, yeah, not as big. Um, so that's kind of something. Let's see how our, wonder how our defensive line, um, see if we can have a better game than we have had and put some pressure on the quarterback. Didn't have one sack against Bama. Let's see if we can uh, get uh, Dugan, you know, mm-hmm. in trouble quite a bit because he's not the best passer. He's more of a run threat. So let's see what we can force him to, um, you know, force him to make tough throws and, get one of those games where we get some turnovers maybe even a touchdown again yeah that'd be good to see right well you got their their two tight ends Ware and wells uh wells with three tds on the year uh so you gotta you know you gotta keep an eye on him he's sneaking out of there a lot in the backfield um and then you got uh what tomorrow Cadabo? i don't even know how to say that do you know how to say that running back's name yeah, Dima Cardo. I mean, um, Dima Cardo. Yeah, Amari. Yeah, Amari. Let's just go with that. Uh, yeah, Amari. <laughs> That's last name, so it's okay. Uh, well, then you got Amari, right? And he he's doing well. You know, he's having a good year. So. So they, I mean, yeah, they but they they like you said they will use Wells. Uh, he's their leading touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've thrown only eleven touchdown passes the entire year in the Big Twelve. That doesn't seem how I many. How are they? You know, how are they five and four in the Big Twelve? Well, they got one, two, three, four, five running backs. I mean, they're they're splitting time with all these guys. All these running backs are getting, you know, some touches or receptions or something. So, they're you know that that's really what you're going to see from them. I get I'm, I'm 
you know, thinking is a big running back attack, you know, but it was going to be like passes out of the backfield, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's crazy though. Like Dugan, I mean, he's back and he's leading the team uh, with those attempts and then ten touchdowns, you know. But he he's got the legs. He no one. I mean, he's his long is like an eighty-one yard run, mm-hmm. so he's got the legs to uh, explode for big plays. Um, you know what I mean? But he's the, he's the biggest rusher. But then after that, yeah, like you're saying, you know, they got Barlow, Evans, Miller, you know, Mari, Foster, all scored touchdowns and able to run the ball as well. <laughs> Exactly, all of them producing. So you got what you know. We're going to see a lot of running backs coming at us. So we're going to have to, you know, we're going to buck up on that. But hopefully, we'll have, uh, you know, uh, uh, Morgan back, and we'll have our, you know, we'll have that the middle of our defense solidified again, right? Um, That's tough. You have Poole and Morgan both healthy and ready to play. I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you think like, oh, it's been a long rest since bowl. You know, usually like you're, you know, like a month, month away from bowl at least with a lot of like rest and then practice. Like they had to go immediately from playing Bama, then had at least one, two Saturdays off. And then, wow. Just wow, they had to get back in it in the COVID, like do final exams for a week, you know, things and have school and practice. And here they are coming right out and playing. You know, I, I mean, like- New Year's Eve is a pretty good bowl game, but it just caught up because we didn't start till September, you know, 26th. That's right. They got to, like, rush them down there and stuff. Well, it's and because, well, you know, we had to play games so late because, you know, the game's getting postponed and stuff, too, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. I'm surprised anyway. we played it all, so I'm, I'll take anything. I mean, the fact that we're still playing is. Mm-hmm. Well, then you look at their their receivers, and uh, so you know they got that freshman out there, Johnston, who's you know kind of come up and and uh, had a really good year. Uh, then they got Barber and Wells and Con Conright, uh, you know, just having really good years. You know, the the Cartwrights on the freshman watch list this year, the the A A W A A freshman watch list, and. You know, he's got 17 receptions, 60 yards. I mean, you know, he, he's out there just you know, making it happen, you know. Uh, so, you know, you, you know, anytime you see that, that's that's somebody you got to watch. And then, you know, on the other side of the field, you got this, you know, another freshman who's tearing it up, but not to the extent, right? But still doing a really good job, you know, uh, catching the ball, making things happen. And then, uh, you know, you got Barber and Wells who are juniors and they're they're also, you know, contributing. So, you know, you see you know, while you see a run heavy offense, you do see these wide receivers contributing uh quite a bit to the game. Yeah, I think just kinda of getting that quarterback more experience to get into him. But yeah, Johnson the freshman, I mean six four, one ninety three, so he's gonna be around a while. Mm-hmm. Goodness. So that's what they'll like. You're saying they've got some weapons out there, but they're um, young. They're yeah, like the whole team is, um, the whole team is young. I mean, it's uh, they won five out of their last six games, and then I think you know Patterson said our younger players may have all grown up. If you look out there, I think we had one senior in the last four or five or six ball games. Yeah, so they're a really young team and. Uh, kind of like us, they're both. Well, I mean, they're not an upcoming program because they've Patterson's been there for twenty years. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right though. 
So they've got a lot of guys that are still, you know, ready to, you know, really focused on winning this game. Like this seems mm-hmm. like one of the games you've already had a couple, you know, had a couple of bowl games where, in like South Carolina, Tennessee, you know, yeah, opted out of them. They had COVID problems, so just games just to, you know, just uh, never happened for just canceled. You know what I mean? And we're yeah. you've got teams that really want to play, and we're in for a good ball game. Oh man, absolutely. So you know, then we got their defense. We gotta we gotta go deal with these guys. Uh, you know, they, uh, you know, when when I look at when I look at their defense, I feel like you know this is definitely, you know, their strong suit. You know, they definitely have more uh, age on their defense. They definitely got more experience on their defense. Um, you're looking at like this uh, left end. Uh, 6'5", 274, that Mathis, uh, the tackle, 6'2", 283. Uh, then uh, the other tackle, let's see, that was uh, Cooper. Then the other tackle, Ellis, uh, 6'2", 295. Uh, Sony, uh, 6'2", 294. So not like not a huge defense, right? The, the end, 6'2", 224. So, you know, you're not looking at anybody massive probably the biggest guy is this uh, workman uh defensive end at 245 uh 6'3 so he's you know he, he you know somebody might need to you know keep an eye on or whatnot and we're not seeing anybody that's just you know i don't know and it's, in my opinion have an amazing year on their team yeah, yeah the only guys sorry chad the only guy mathis has nine sacks so so that's pretty good he's leading the team by far in sacks nine mm-hmm. sacks for the year also, to go along with 14 tackles for a loss. But that's so like, that guy's pretty good, but everybody else, nobody else has more than two or three sacks. So. That's like less than one sack. I mean, like, that's not even like getting a sack every game either. So, right? Because didn't they play 10? So, anyway, I don't know. <sighs> well, and then they got their, you know, then they got their uh, linebackers, which you're going to see more strength in their linebacker, a lot like you do with us and, and Morgan and stuff. Uh, you got uh, winners, six one two two twenty three. He's the uh, Mike back. Uh, he's kind of the the guy that kind of holds the glue together on this team. Uh, Fifty nine tackles, uh, just having a having a decent year. You know, really getting out there and, and doing what he needs to do. Um, then you got the strong side uh, linebacker Garrett Wallow, uh, and he has you know won. You know, you know, preseason awards this year, and he's done really good throughout the year. You know, 77 tackles. I mean, just having a phenomenal year. So you really see him getting out there and, and making it happen also. Uh, and those are the two you really got to watch, I think, uh, you know, when you when you start, when you're looking at their, you know, linebacker crew. You, you got other people like Jordan and Harris and stuff like that, but they're just not, you know, they're not producing the same kind of numbers. Yeah, you know, five hurries from Wallow, so that's pretty good. They've got, you know, quite a bit of tackles making a lot of plays. Mm. Yeah, Math- Mathis is nine sacks, what I was saying is pretty good. I mean, he's like fifth in the nation in sacks, man. We don't have a guy that had more than two sacks, two and a half sacks this year. Not bad, but, you know what I mean. Not I was bad. just trying to look on the bright side. <laughs> no, I mean, I just was kind of respecting him, man. I, I like defensive linemen, and I hope he doesn't do anything to us, but 
Well, just like, oh, it's crazy. Man. Well, it's yeah, important to note. It's important to note too, because you know he's coming after you. You know, and you know he's going to be. He's he's somebody that you're going to have to, you know, watch out for. You might have to put a, you know, tight end on that side and try to, you know, put a little double team him and stuff like that a little bit more if you can. You know, so, um, and, and that's going to change the, you know, play calling and the way that you attack. You know that defense also you probably want to try to run the ball away from them, stuff like that so you know you'll see them running to the opposite side of the field a lot whenever whenever he's in there um you know so it is important it's, it's very important to note for sure so yeah no but the linebackers too i think uh wallow and winners i mean pretty good you know their depth chart at least looks like they're playing just a couple of them and mm-hmm. kind of doing a two five but yeah so I don't know where we got off there, man. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I was just... No, we're good, man. We're good. So, I was just fixing to roll into the safeties. So, uh, and then when, you you know, you go in there, you look at the, you look at their safeties. The free safety uh, is uh, the mowing, uh, 6'2", 202 uh, pounds. And he, uh, you know, he's had a good year, 44 tackles. Uh you know, doing well. Uh, then you got uh, Zandet, uh, strong safety. Uh, he has, uh, you know, the most takeaways uh, that for the team this year. Uh, he's just, you know, fumble recoveries. A uh, lot of lot of stuff he's done uh, this year where he's, you know, helped, you know, get get some stops and stuff. So he's 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 really contributed to the team also. Yeah, Mooring. Finalist for Jim Thorpe Award of the three finalists you know, mm-hmm. at the safety or defense back position. So, you know, big reason um, defense was pretty good. But, yeah, he has a pretty dang good player. Exactly. So you can see, obviously, the defense is their strength. Yeah, yeah. And then the weak side linebacker, Washington, you know, you got him in there. And, uh, it's 5'8", 178 pounds. So that might be like an area you can attack or somebody you could attack, you know, try to attack his height or whatnot, being that, you know, he's yeah. not quite as tall as, you know, other players. But, heck, you never know these days. Kids are so crazy talented, you know. Anyways. So there's a reason, like, yeah. well, if he's 5'8", then he's probably, you know. <laughs> exactly. He's got an awesome vertical. So, um yeah, 33 tackles this guy's got, you know, uh, 13, 13 starts in a row. Uh, defensive player of the year in the Big 12, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I, I think he's probably going to go, you know, do some, you know, uh, one of the post-bowl games or whatever it seems like. So, you know, he's somebody to watch. And, again, the linebackers are, you know, are really their, their anchor, their strong point. Um, and then, you know, their cornerbacks – I would say, you know, for me, they're all seniors. They're, you know, they're good at what they do. You know, they get past breakups. They they got, you know, some interceptions and stuff, but not as many as I think, you know, that they would have probably wanted uh, on the year. Yeah, they didn't seem 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 to turn teams over very much. Mm-hmm. You know, they ended up post to even us. I mean, we gave up quite a bit of points, but turnovers were – those are big. I mean, those are just stops and sometimes it's turned into touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So them not, maybe. Um, and then you've got that one guy with sacks, but not a whole lot from anybody else. 
So yeah, maybe yeah. recipe. Yes, but a lot of experience. So that's you know what I mean. A lot of experience. Exactly. So you got Stewart with like nine tackles and Tomlinson with you know uh, six and and so you know you know they're doing they're doing what they need to do or whatnot. But they can you know they can do a little bit better, right? And that's a, that's where you want to like attack. I think it's like okay, well let let's let's see if we can attack that when we got you know a short. Uh, safety, you know, over here, and then we got weak linebacker cornerback. Uh, so let's go ahead and try to attack vertical and maybe have more of a vertical attack in this game than we've seen in other games throughout the year. And I normally wouldn't say that, but <clears throat> you know, of course, you want to try to run the ball, get that run game going. You always want to establish a run game because you rarely are ever going to be able to just throw the ball or just run the ball. You really need to do both to be successful. Yeah. In, in both areas, but I could see us throwing the ball a little bit more vertical throughout this game than we've seen. Uh, but at the same time, I say that, and then I'm just I just keep thinking about all these bombs that we're hitting, right? Uh, just like yeah, I'm just we, replaying I mean, all these games, and <laughs> it's something that's what you hate about those losses, like to LSU, Missouri, where we're hitting these big plays, and you're just like, well. Yeah, the Missouri game, like we have that two-point conversion that bounces off somebody, and we get Woods just slides and gets it. Like, and then only if we lose, and you just like forget about it. But like so many big plays, but the LSU game, you know, that we talked about, like we were like five out of five on passes far, like thrown attempted farther than twenty yards. Yeah, or LSU was down, and like we just did not attack more. Should have been every time because every time we threw it deep, somebody was gonna. We were just outmatched. You know what I mean? Some of those teams where we had the advantage should have attacked more. I think we talked about Odom. I think uh, Kendall Browse was far from perfect this year, too. Yeah. Um, and I think our expectations, I'm sure everybody's, was to score more. And I thought, I mean, TCU's going to, I mean, like we said, all these positives about them, they're going to give us a fight. But uh, you, you really want to see both of them. I mean, us come out and have a complete game. I mean, it sounds like Felipe's going in here to win this thing. Yeah, and you know when all. you got a quarterback that's fired up and ready to go win a game, and he, you know, and everybody's like, "Oh, is he gonna play?" Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna play. Let's go, let's go win this thing." I have fires the whole team up, and and everybody's excited. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have our, you know, we're not we're not in a coaching controversy situation where we're worried about the coach getting fired or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason like you wouldn't be going into this game with momentum. You're coming off that loss. To Alabama, you know, coming off the loss to Mizzou, you, you're embarrassed, you're upset, uh, you've lost more games than you feel like you should have this year, and you know you're just kind of coming in with the, the, that that cocky attitude of like, I think we can come in here and win this game because you know the team we're playing is just not as yeah. Let, let's face it, you know they're not on the same level of football as the University of Arkansas is, right? Um, now that being said, we didn't have the best couple years there for a while, so you know maybe that's a maybe that's a tough statement, right? Maybe that's a statement that uh, maybe goes overboard a little bit, uh, but I feel like you know maybe we can you know maybe we can get out there and get this win or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with it, honestly. <laughs> no, I feel I feel like we we should. I feel pretty good about this win. I feel like we're a better program again. We're at forty four twenty four against a man. 
Like, there's mm-hmm. no reason why we just comes and goes with some years. They've had some stability, but I expect us to win again. Sorry, man. I don't, you know what I mean? I mean, I no hope- reason to be sorry, especially on an Arkansas Razorback Homer podcast. Look, I hope we win this game, and I feel like we I have a good opportunity. But I just don't think I just don't think that they are on the same level as us. I just don't think they're the same type of program. Even though we've had a bad year and we've we've had a bad, you know, run of luck. Well, I think you're fixing to find out. I think we're going to go in there. I think we're going to win this game. I think we're going to show show everybody, you know, that we, we're what in a fluke at the beginning of the year. Right, uh, yeah. so I, I see. I look, man. I'll tell you what I think's gonna happen. Man, I think we're fixing to go in there. And I think Smith's gonna break loose. I think he's gonna break loose and have the game of the year. I think he's been restricted for this whole year, and it's gonna be his time to shine. He's gonna be going up against a, a line that is gonna be able to be pushed around by our offensive line and i think we're gonna you know see him break loose and that's gonna be exciting because that's that's all he's needed it's just a, a not even a big hole man he just needs a little gap <laughs> yeah and you know he's the man and getting momentum and a better way to show next year like hey you want to be kind of tops for best running back in the sec mm-hmm. and really respect the whole year as a you know a lead back and some guy that you know like has a chance to get the high draft pick. So he, he showed what he can do against all SEC schedule this year. So he's going to go out. I think we just go out and have a big game. I agree with you totally, Chad. I, I like that prediction a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm going to get my Smith jersey for this game. Get, get it sent on in, maybe overnight. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I, I am. I think I think we can win it. I think, you know, they're – Nothing special teams, nothing to talk about there. They don't have any like anything special going on that I'm I'm aware of, unless you know anything. Mm-hmm. One legged kicker, anything that we should talk about. Oh man, I don't know. I don't have a. <laughs> I thought I know. Alright, cool. So do we want to make predictions on that thing or do we just want to let this one slide? Hell no, man. No doubt. We definitely do predictions. <laughs> I know you're mad about the soul season predictions. You won, man. The game's got no, crazy. man. The, the 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 predictions for the Razorbacks. I did not win this year. I predicted Neither. a lot of wins that we didn't win. <laughs> <I did too, man. laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Arkansas, forty-five. TCU twenty-four. Forty-five to twenty-four. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's let's go Arkansas twenty-eight. TCU seven. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's an old SWC. Arkansas TCU score right there. Twenty-eight to seven. Twenty-eight to seven. <sighs> we wanna I have this uh not poster, but kind of print of the 1977 Razorback football season. Mm-hmm. Arkansas 42, TCU 6. <laughs> <laughs> the exact thing. The only oh. thing that like, has any kind of scores right in front of me like that. That was almost like the Arkansas-Alabama game this year. Like, we just went in there and stopped them. Just, Golly. I wish we could have watched that one. 
I was being born in 77. Like I was a, like I was just born. You didn't even exist. I didn't even exist, man. Wow. I mean, we were just beating teams. Just bad. Ah, anyways, man. But that that's just kind of what kind of what where our program should be. Just that's what I I think of against us against TCU. Yeah. Well, we we guessed it, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> We've done that. I've done that against the other teams. You know what? It's TC, no man. man. I think they ain't no, no better. Sydney. They ain't no better than Ole Miss. Ain't no way they're better than Ole Miss. No way. Do do we want to list off these signees, or do you want to do that now, or do you want to go into the basketball, or what do you want? To, what are you thinking? Well, yeah, we can uh, move on to. Uh... Hey, at least talking about the signing class real quick, kind of round out football. Okay. So, uh, well, we got the commits, I guess, on the ESPN here. It looks like they signed. I'm showing uh, AJ Green from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Played over at Union City High School. Uh, we got uh, Kentron Jackson, uh, Rose City, Texas. Rose City High School. Uh, you got uh, Javon Hunt from uh, Midwest City, Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> Carl Albert High School. Hmm. Yeah. So now you got uh, what? <laughs> So, yeah, keep going, man. That's awesome. <sighs> anyway, you got Coley, uh, San Antonio, Texas, Cornerstone Christian High School, uh, Jalen Williams, uh, Martown, was that Mississippi? Uh, mm-hmm. Jones County Junior College. Oh, old junior college guy coming in there. Uh, Terry Wells from Wayne. That's win, really. That's how I've always heard it pronounced. Win. Oh yeah, I think it's win. <laughs> well, that's a that's a crazy little town, man. It's a lot of wild stuff going on over there. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of stuff. They got like a little junior college and stuff. All right, then you got the Cole Carson, uh, Bottega High School, uh, Rivercast. Uh, let's see, we have Jermaine uh, Jordan. Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Lincoln College, uh, Preparatory Academy, uh, Cameron Ball, uh, East Point, Georgia, Tri-City High School, Raheem Sanders, Rockridge, Florida, Rockwich High School, uh, Johnson, Cedartown, Georgia, Cedartown High School, uh, Marco Avent from Jonesboro, Jonesboro High School, uh, Jaden Wilson, DeSoto, Texas, DeSoto High School, uh, Christopher Paul, Cordelia, Georgia, Crisps County High School, Cocoa Crisp, right. oh it's Cookie Crisp, Cookie Crisp, sorry, Cameron Little uh, from Moore, Oklahoma, Southmore High School, uh, 
We number got one the, kicker. Number one kicker. Then we got the Landon Rogers, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, Parkview. Uh, then we got uh, Bryce Stevens, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. John Marshall High School. Uh, Keon Parker, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Booker T. Washington High School. Uh, Chase Lowry, uh, Frisco, Texas. Frisco High School. Salomon Wright, Vienna, Oklahoma. Vienna High School. Manuel Devin, uh, Almondella, Louisiana. Biro Cheney High School. Man, they got the, the weirdest stuff down there in Louisiana. Uh, Aaron Outley, Little Rock, Arkansas, Parkview. And then Trent Gordon uh, from Manville, Texas. Pennsylvania State University. So he's going to be transferring in from Penn State. So I hope nothing, I hope nothing happened to him. Man. That's all. It's still bad. He had to go over there. So, yeah. Sure. The uh, so at least the kind of how ESPN ranks it, you know what I mean? Like our top four, mm-hmm. they go by ranking the guys. Uh, top four players in the class are offensive players. You feel kind of an athlete with AJ Green, then Javion Hunt. Nice to see one of the top twenty running backs. You know, getting some guys from Oklahoma as their best players. Um, but you know, look like they're getting a couple tackles, and you know, I think number one kicker and. A bunch of cornerbacks and some defensive tackles. They kind of missed, you know, if they were hoping to get another um, defensive end or two, a couple more pass rushers. But I think, I, I mean, it's easy to be excited about any class. I think it ranks top top 25, somewhere around there. So not bad coming off what we have. But we, you know, expect it to be, you know, that or better from here on out, hopefully with more wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think you'll see it ramping up, too. I think after the bowl game and stuff, it's really going to depend on how we do. If we do well in this bowl game, that's going to help us a lot with recruiting. I mean, when you look at, you know, like you said, who we got as far as offensive linemen, you got Wells, Carson, and, and uh, you know, the, that's really what you're, what, you're, what you're bringing in on the offensive line. Uh, and, uh, you know, you really wish you were bringing in a little bit more talent on the offensive line, but at the same time, uh, well, you, oh, I'm sorry, you got Manuel also coming in at uh, offensive tackle. So th- that's it, three guys in the offensive line. But at the same time, you know, it's this weird early signing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna yeah. see, we're gonna see more guys come in. You know? Yeah, it's it's just a strange thing the early signing period. I like it better. We've kind of been hurt by that having two coaching changes. You know what I mean? A couple in the past five years or whatever. I don't understand it. I don't know why you're doing that during the season, during bowl games. Like, why? Why? Like, I mean, there's get, like, people that get all into it, like Otis and stuff, and they, you know, follow all these people around and have, like, you know, been watching these kids since, you know, middle school and stuff. And they're like way into the whole recruiting thing. And, like, so why are you trying to cram it in while we're watching ball? Like, let's do it. A couple months after, right? I like it being in February, man. I like it being that nothing going on. You got basketball going on, but then you get a little taste of football. You know what I mean? Right before baseball starts, you get a little taste of football a couple months before spring practice. Mm-hmm. I like that. It gets more, and like you give more kids time to think, and after the bowl games, it's crazy, man. I, it we, just, we have benefited from it. I don't, it's, I don't know. And just do it all at once. 
Like that one time and one day, this is the day, this is the day everybody signs, everybody be all excited for that day and stuff, you know, it'd be all hyped up. It'd be a media event and all that. It just—it's stupid the way they're doing it right now. Honestly, if you think and then about they're it, they're gonna like do it. They're gonna talk about it over like the same way, you know. Come February, even though it's like not as much gonna change because you for us we already had twenty-three players signed. How many more can <laughs> you know sign in a class? So it's it's crazy, man. I mean, but we'll—I think we'll we'll try to fill some boys with. Um, grad transfers and things but i don't know man i mean aj green could be awesome he could be a heisman trophy winner he mm-hmm. never see the field man you never know same with any of these guys i'm not saying he but you know you just never know like this this could be the greatest class in arkansas history this could just be like well you know what i mean but at least kind of with that like kind of a consensus top 25 you know class in the sec at least at least you, we have a you know you have a chance talent wise mm-hmm. you know, <coughs> Well, that's right, yeah. And, we, you know, we're bringing in, you know, you're bringing an outlet at tight end. You're, you're bringing in, uh, who was it, Stevens at wide receiver. Uh, you're bringing in Wilson at wide receiver, Sanders at wide receiver. So you're bringing in quite a few people at wide receiver. So, you you, you know, you're, you're really, that's good because you need depth there. You need to be able to wrap your <clears throat> wide receivers in and out. So that's really good that, that, uh, that we're bringing them in, you know. Yeah, I mean, because you got the you're gonna have about five quarterbacks in the you know mm-hmm. QB, and you know you're gonna have our Jefferson, already Jefferson, and the Horns be behind him, and you got a couple guys just the same class. Um, and then you got Gordon coming in. in. Locker, so, yeah. yeah, and then you got Gordon coming in at cornerback, so hopefully he can contribute right, right away. You got Lowry, uh, you got Parker at cornerback, so you got you know you got some cornerbacks. So really, where you're Really, where you're wanting to see some more depth, honestly, is like defensive line. We got, you know, where you just got a couple of guys, you know, for the defensive line. And uh, who was it? Uh, Wright, I think it was a defensive lineman there. And, and that's really all you got, you know, coming in. And then you got, uh, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, you know, you got a quarterback sign. So that's good with Rodgers. But. You know, we don't really need anything right now, so it's just a nice to have, right? We just got somebody else in line to see, you know, how, how they're going to be able to work out, if they're going to be able to take the reins. And you got Little uh, at kicker, you know, so hopefully that's going to be a big improvement, you know. Like you said, number one kicker in the, I don't know, what do you say? Is it the state? Is it the net? Like, where is he, the number one? Nation, man. In the nation. So we got the number one. Well, that would be nice because we could really use yeah. some some uh some improvement in our special teams a little bit there and then that would be immediate improvement right away you could have if you could have a kicker that was like kind of a zach Hopper that you just could count on for kicking field goals and mm-hmm. scoring points you know what i mean and like just like you're not going to go away a drive and maybe it stalls but like at least you come away with points you exactly know what I mean? just the special teams improve because it's been atrocious this year so but that at least shores up i mean i mean can't hurt i mean if you know, if he's that good of a kicker, it doesn't it doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? It sounds mm-hmm. he's got potential to be. Why wouldn't he be good? I have confidence in him. Hell, he's earned. He's earned. He just did something right to be the considered the number one. So yeah, so, heck yeah, that's a good good get by Pittman. Yep. And then defensively, you know, we got uh, you know we're just not. I don't know. You don't you don't have as many guys coming in defensively. You got Ball coming in defensive tackle. 
You've got uh, Johnson as a safety. you got an inside linebacker with Paul uh, coming in there. And then, uh, you know, Parker and Lowry at cornerback. And that's it. Like, that's 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 all that's all you got coming in there in defense. So, you really got to worry. That's where you start worrying. Like, you already have that, you know, the, the issues with depth. Now, we're not seeing that. You know, we're not we're not seeing a lot of guys coming in there for that. Like, what, like where's our mic back? Where's our, you know what I'm saying? So, but hope maybe we'll get a transfer. Maybe that'll be a situation where we get somebody with a little bit more experience to be able to come in and help us out. You know, to be able to, you know, get some extra reps and stuff. So, yeah, it seems kind of we really need a big time linebacker to kind of fill. Maybe that Hamilton Jordan from um, Jermaine Hamilton Jordan from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Be pretty good, yeah, because you're losing Morgan. Unless he, I mean, it'd be nice if he came out next year. Um, Pools got another, uh, I guess, Pools is he a junior or senior? Yeah, um, I mean, he's getting older. And then obviously, if our death was, if it's not, if it's kind of seen that you know Morgan's missing from that Bama game or whatever game, you know, you don't have a lot of depth there, so. And then you got the wild card green coming in as an athlete, and you just play anywhere on the damn field. You have no idea what they're going to do with him, right? So. I don't know, and then you gotta think too. No matter what they're listed here, no matter what they're coming in at, like that might not be what they're gonna be playing. <laughs> Whenever the coaches get done looking at them, they may be, you know, switched something that's more suited for them, right? So we don't know what the strategy with the coaches are. Right? We might have some wide receivers coming in at cornerback. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, you really don't. You don't know with a guy like that, but hey. Uh, that's nice to try to go out and get some weapons. And I'm, I mean, I don't know what to say. I appreciate them being hogs, man, and signing and believing in the program. But Hey, I think it's exciting. I hope, they win the national, hope they be the class that wins the national championship. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That'd be awesome. You know, I'm excited to have every one of them. I think they're all, you know, exciting players to have, you know, and uh, it's going to be great. I just think, you know, you, I'm going to be excited to see what the full, full signing class is, you know, and, uh, you know, no matter what, you're just going to have to get it done. If you fill the gaps or you don't fill the gaps, you got to figure out a way to get it done. You know, and that's, that's the thing. So, just got to have faith in the coaches. That's, that's I, I guess that's why, like, with the with the signing class thing, I, I've always just kind of been like, you just got to kind of trust the coaches to, you know, get the best kids they can and bring them in and really, I, I feel like that we don't have as much control over that. You know what I mean? Especially as fans and stuff. So, it really doesn't matter. You know, in my not not that these players don't matter. That I'm just saying, keeping up with it and stuff. You know, while it informs you what's going on with the team and stuff like that, it doesn't play into a day to day strategy type. You know, when it comes to the games and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's still. A, I mean, it's not like it's probably definitely not like the number one. You know, or, or whatever. Like you can tell, like maybe <laughs> not known. But do these also? You never know if like players peaked and peaked in high school that's as good as they're going to get or if they're just awesome for, you know they're known from high school to there's you know football flamers at famers that's uh known from high school or, you know legends already in high school and college and nfl so mm-hmm. you never know but i think also the 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 fact we're not like you know the 90th ranked recruiting class also <laughs> kind of says you know what i mean it could just be yeah. like it varies you know what i mean like that probably ranges from you you know being top 25 ranges anywhere from you know, it's, but it still shows potential for, you know, hey, you well, turn yourself in. You should you should expect yourself to be a competitive. Like if you can coach, you can make these players like good enough to 
Mm-hmm. the SEC. I bet there's other players that are looking at it too. They're like looking at that and saying like, what kind of, what kind of class also, are they going to have, and do I want to go somewhere with that, you know, with that recruiting recruiting class and stuff? So that's a recruiting tool in itself. Are they recruiting? <laughs> and I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we're coming off four and eight, four and eight, two and ten, two and ten, and three and seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not like that's not like. Well, we've had recent success, though. I mean, now we got something to build off of by winning three SEC games, but like that's still like if we win, you know, there's potentially to get an even better class. But Pittman seems like a likable guy. Like he's not, you know, you know what I mean. Like he's gonna be able to get some recruits. Like once people really start believing in his program and showing some wins, like all right, he can also coach. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but he's also a coach. Yep, absolutely. So. <laughs> Excuse me. <sighs> so, uh, I guess we should shift into football. I guess I mean I don't know. I don't know that I have anything else to add to the recruiting uh, personally. No, I, I don't think it's a good time to switch to basketball. So let's just switch right on into football. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how about that Bama game? That was awful. I thought we were doing basketball, Tim. You said switch to football. So I said, <laughs> talk about football. Maybe we did talk about basketball. Maybe I'm just confused. I don't know what's going on anymore. I thought I knew what was going on until just then. <laughs> I think I got to take a piss as part of what's going on. Oh, well, we can always uh, we can always do that if you need to. Do you gonna, are you going to step away and do that? Or? Well, I feel terrible about saying that. Right? I don't know. Usually, you know, sometimes. I mean, I know we're like, on oh, We can edit that out, you know. I just no, we don't edit anymore. So, but that's okay. I mean, we're on a live. But if that's the if that's the situation, if that's the reality of what we're looking at right now, we need to get that taken care of. Take it away, man. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> all good we're doing these things live man no commercial breaks or anything nothing no, no, no breaks nothing no. didn't plan ahead at all that's okay <laughs> it's been like an hour and a half it's all that beer he's been drinking this whole time sitting there all right so let's just uh take a look at arkansas and do a little recap here and that should give us enough time for uh, Tim to go do what he needs to do and come on back in. So, of course, we played Mississippi Valley State, and we just beat the brakes off of them, 142-62. So that was a really nice win to start off the year, if you remember correctly. Uh, then we went over and uh, played North Texas. That was a 69-54 win. It was a good win, but it felt like, you know, we could have – maybe scored a few more points in that game or whatnot you know we're, we, we we definitely threw some threes up and stuff and you know did a little bit more than we, we normally would do and uh we went over and we played uh texas arlington next uh that was a 60 to 72 game won that game again uh, another game that you felt like was a little bit closer than you you know kind of wanted it to be uh, then you got the lipscomb game where we played them uh we beat them uh, you know 86 to 50 uh, and uh, it kind of 
you know, rolls right up to where we're at now, where we kind of left off at. And uh, so, oh, look there. Look who's back. Back in black. I'm back, man. <laughs> oh, you got I'm another. Talking about basketball. How are we doing? How are we doing in basketball? That, he got another beer. That's what started this whole situation to begin with. Uh, so it, anyway, we were just talking about basketball. I was just recapping the games this year. So we just went and did a recap the games. I was waiting on you to get you know to get through or whatnot. We just talked about Mississippi Valley State, North Texas, uh, Texas Arlington, Lipscomb. Just talked a little bit about you know how we just beat the brakes off Mississippi Valley State, and then we had a little bit tighter of a game when you played you know North Texas and Texas Arlington. You know we wish you could win that by a few more points. You know, and that's just you know that's kind of where we left off at. Yeah, there's there's been a few, you know, these last few games you can bigger opponent. You know what I mean? How like we've done what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. uh, beating these teams, and I think uh, I think we we find out a lot. I'm excited for SEC basketball to start. I'm excited to see where we are. I think we're I think we've got a chance to win it. I Absolutely. think we've got a, as good of a chance as anybody, but we still have to prove it. I'm I'm actually you know as much of a homer as I am, and I'm defeated. Um, I, I want to see a lot from us too, and I think everybody does. But I think I like, I really like, really like the team. Um, oh, you know what I mean? I like the, I like the different, just you know how different, different players. I mean, yeah. you never know who's going to step up. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. Arkansas guys, you know, and during all this, well, you know, um, I don't know. I feel pretty confident. It's it's a fun team to watch because we also score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. We averaged ninety, so that's pretty good. Yeah, fun team to watch. Really, 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 you know, exciting team to watch. Probably jack up a few more threes than I like to see, you know. But we're winning games, so I, I really can't complain, honestly. Uh, but I think we're gonna find out when we go when we play Auburn. Uh, we run into Missouri, and then we go play t- Tennessee. I mean, we're, you're looking at playing, you know, teams in the you know the top ten. So. We're gonna we're fixing to find out where we're at. Um, I, I feel like this was definitely like to me. I feel like we we definitely had kind of a tune up schedule uh, that we got to play and we got to you know really kind of get everything going and get everything moving in the right direction and stuff. But we brought this coach in because he's supposed to be able to take players and and uh, get them get them together quickly and make them very competitive and uh, give you a, a winning program fast because uh, you know the coach that was there previously wasn't. I guess doing it fast enough, even though he was moving it in the right direction. So, um, you know, that's what you kind of want to see. You know, you want to see those results of, of, uh, you know, starting to see more wins this year than we saw last year, you know. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we're playing a tough, tough schedule. I mean, you start off at Auburn. And then Missouri, who's the top 25, Tennessee, who's mm-hmm. one of the top-ranked team at them. You're going to really find out. I mean, Georgia's had a pretty good year for them at LSU, at Alabama, Auburn, mm-hmm. and at Vanderbilt. I mean, the SEC schedule is a good And then you go at Oklahoma State, non-conference game. I mean, this team, we're going to really find out. It's good to have multiple players that we can see step up because we're going to need everybody Yeah, um, during, this, during this year, how weird it is anyways. But it's that's a tough. I mean, when you, you you mention it, and it's just it's it's gonna get real. Oh yeah, I mean, you're playing Florida, you're playing Kentucky, you're playing all these you know good programs, LSU, um, all these really good programs. But really, the toughest stretch are the next 
three games. And if you, you go through That's and you cool. beat those games, you can beat anybody in the SEC. You can beat Auburn. You can beat Missouri. You can beat Tennessee. You can really beat anybody else in the SEC, honestly. So... We just got to win those games, and that's going to let us know a lot. Uh, all three of those teams are very, very good teams. Of course, you know, Missouri and Tennessee being, you know, probably a, a notch better than all. Yeah, t- Missouri and Tennessee 6 0, Auburn 6 2. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, not too bad. 4 0 at home. They've won five in a row, so they start off 1 and 2. So they're hitting their stride right when we're going to play them, which is just lovely. So we're playing those combined three teams, Chad, have won. A combined 17 games in a row. You know we've yeah. won eight though, so something's got to give, and hopefully, hopefully it's us. You know at the top of the conference, like we still are. But um, you know we're eight and zero, Georgia seven and zero, then Missouri six and zero, Tennessee six and zero, and you got teams that's lost. So we're it's it's going to be a competitive season. It's going to be fun to really kind of kick kick into college basketball or really SEC play. Oh yeah, absolutely. Help us get through the winter. Absolutely. So, you know, I think that we haven't uh, we haven't talked about the uh, what the Southern game, the Central Arkansas game, or Roberts or ACU game yet. Uh, I think we I think the last time we yeah, we, we, felt, we, we left about, with uh, Lipscomb, right? We left off. On, am I wrong? No, we, we talked about Southern. I think. Oh, okay. We, okay. We did the. Uh, oh, that's right. Because I started talking about Central Arkansas, and you was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I get you." So, all right. So let's take a look at it. we'll look at the Central Arkansas game. Uh, you know, we we won this game 175. Always nice to break that. You know, put up 100 on the board. Really weird score. Uh, beating them 175. Um, you know, Central Arkansas. You know, they're having a tough year. It's just not. Uh, it's not their year. Um, and we, you know, we went in. We we handled business. Uh, we did what we needed to do. You know. Uh, Tate uh, had the most points uh, in the game. Uh, Seals, I guess, he tied uh, for the most points with Seals. Uh, but uh, you know, he had you know, the assist and the rebounds, and you know, he's you know he looked real good. But then you got Vanover coming in and really producing in this game, getting the nine points and the ten rebounds, and that's really good because that really makes a big difference when you got somebody. That's you know like Vanover getting in there and, and being aggressive. Uh, then you had Smith uh, with the 12 points, uh, four rebounds, and while Smith does great, man, you really like to see those rebounds just kind of increase a little bit for him, you know. Uh, and then Moses Moody with the 15 points and the and the seven rebounds, you know, and, and that's great, you know. I mean, that's just really good production, especially from a guard, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, I think some of the, you know, you know, starting off UCA came they came to play. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I came away with that game. Um they really came to play, but you know, we had 54 points in the paint. You mm-hmm. know, over half a points. I would I would keep that all the time. You know, we score 100, but we were out rebounded 37-35. Mm-hmm. We only had seven offensive rebounds, only six second chance points. Mm-hmm. We scored 59 points in the second half. You score 59 points on a half, you're always going to win in today's college basketball. And then time on offense is 26 assists and only eight turnovers. Um, we'll see that kind of drop the next couple games we talk about, Chad. And then, but eight blocks, are pretty nice too. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking here at JD. I'm like, wow, I missed him. He had like 22 points and 
two rebounds. Yeah, I'm just like he's he's the Six wow. Nasty. What I, he kind of snuck in there on me. I, I should have mentioned that, and uh, I apologize there because he is the leading scorer of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, six assists on top of that. You know, 18 shots is mm-hmm. you know is a good is a good bit. But you know, when Notay gets gets going though, it's hard to. Uh, you know, also Chad. Well, you only see two free throws in that first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, seventeen three-point shots. So second half a little better. Only thirteen three-point shots. You still make the same amount, six, and then seven out of seven free throws. Only shoot nine free throws ain't gonna win. But we still score a hundred. Mm-hmm. You know that the, the uh, speed of the game is quite a bit. So you're gonna see a lot of shots, thirty threes, but you know, all seventy-six total. Absolutely. You know, you got Jackson with six points, uh, the two rebounds, and then you got Williams with two points, two rebounds. And hey, that's awesome, man, because you only get those two points. You don't hit that 100 mark, and it's not nearly as cool. So, good production from all these guys, yeah, very, man. Very true. And I like seeing, I like seeing 10 guys play, you know, double digit guys. We're going to, it just feels like we're going to need this SEC season. I love seeing uh, like a gadget play. You getting a guy in, you know, for two minutes, he's getting two points, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you're putting him in there for one reason. Like, you gotta, you gotta go to move for him or something, right? You, you're running a swing or something with him. Oh, these guys are freshmen too. You're talking about Robinson playing two minutes in that game. Mm-hmm. Williams playing two, and then Davis playing six. Those are all, you know, freshmen getting some, you know, getting some time every, every game. <clears throat> So that was exciting. I mean, that was a, that was a good win. Uh, and then what we went over Oral Roberts. That's probably you know the closest game we've had all year long. Uh, you know, and we went in there and handled business. We we did what we needed to do. We came out of there with the win. Um, Justin Smith, you know, putting up uh, twenty two points, uh, leading uh, Moody right behind him with eighteen points. Note was with fifteen. Uh, then you got Tate, uh, Vanover, uh, not producing as much as you'd normally see, not rebounding as much as you'd normally see, really not having a great game uh, this game. Um, and then you got uh, Seals uh, putting up 16 points, uh, 10 rebounds, having a hell of a game. Uh, Jackson putting up five points, four rebounds, great game for him. Uh, then you got, uh, you know, you got Devonte and Robinson even getting in there and getting some rebounds. You know, you, you see them getting in there, they're making something happen. They're doing something. They're just not getting in the game and wasting time, right? So anytime they're in, uh, they're making a play happen because you're getting, like I say, you're getting in for two minutes, you're making a play happen. You're doing something. That's, that's, that's good. I like that. I like that kind of aggressiveness. Yeah, only playing for a couple minutes and you're still filling this, you know, stat sheet. Mm-hmm. So uh, at least doing something, but uh, yeah, you know Smith twenty two point seventeen rebounds. You like you just like to see that um, two steals, um, a block. Um, you like to see that from Smith as that powerful. We kind of miss some inside play last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we just can't miss all those inside. You know we get behind or and you just feel like you're going to win. But just some of these we got to put together full full games. But we did, you know, you see us score 57 in the second half. Or, I mean, I'd rather be a better second half team than mm. first half. If you've got to choose, you know, I want to put up 57 every every half. But if you're going to choose, you know, to be able to have that adjust, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And in this game, too, they were jacking the ball up, you know, and just they was, was doing horrible on three-pointers, you know, 4 of 24, 16%. I mean, just terrible, right? That's awful. 
Yeah, at least the at least free throws they come back. You know, like you said last game, they, the game before they had a tough time with free throws, and this thing they come back seventy percent. Okay, that's good. You're you're doing well with your free throws. Uh, Nineteen out of twenty seven. Probably have room for improvement there, in my opinion. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, and then everything else, you know, down low, you know, uh, you got, uh, you know, you got forty one percent on thirty two of seventy seven, and that, I mean that's the thing too. It's like let's. I don't know, like, it's like, that's not good percentages, really, honestly, but definitely the three-point percentages is just, I don't like it, I don't like it, stop shooting it so much, drive it down low, but, man, that's hard to say, too, because you're only at, like, 40%, right, so it's like, that's not, it's not like you're on fire driving it down low, either, so, I don't know yeah, what the answer is. Missing, and sometimes if the, the threes are best out of, like, a pass, it's not like a dip, you know what I mean, like, you can tell in rhythm, mm-hmm. the ball's moving across uh, you know what I mean, in the half court and just like it's, you can tell it's in rhythm and the guy knocks it down. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you go two for 16, you cut it down in half, you still, again, for the second straight game, you cut down the attempts in the second half of threes, only eight taken. I'll take mm-hmm. eight taken a half. You make two at least, the other half you made two out of 16, but free throws you attempt seven in the first half, so you're not getting to the rim either. Mm-hmm. You know, 30% shooting overall. Second half you, you uh, have 20 free throws and we shot 27. The game before we shot nine, so we tripled our free throw attempts. So you're getting in a little bit. Um, uh, second chance points, 22 as opposed to just a couple of game before, 56 points in the uh, paint. But they, you know, we out rebounded them. I think that's this is a big stack. We out rebounded them 50, 58 to 32. So out rebounding mm-hmm. by 26. And then steals, we had eight steals, but you know they had ten steals at the same time. That's still you're getting those eight steals. You're getting those rebounds. You know, you got your assists, 14 assists, you know, yeah. seven block shots. I mean, everything else is, is you're kind of, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of average with the other team. But like you said, you got the, the rebounds that really, you know, take you over the, take you overboard. Even on offensive rebounds, when you got 24 offensive rebounds to their seven offensive rebounds, really, you're taking it to them on the boards and you're really playing aggressive and taking the ball from them there. Um, but I would like to see us have a few more assists. I don't like just the 14 assists. I'd like to see that, you know, move up a little bit. That, that that would indicate, you know, we'd be playing better as a team. Well, we're also turning the ball. Yeah, also when you have more assists or more turnovers than assists, it's not good. The game before we had, you know, 26 to 8 mm-hmm. assists to turnover ratio this time, 14 to 15. That's not good. And we still win, and we're, but we were, just, we were just better than them. You know what I mean? We're just more athletic than them. Or better team, yeah. And you know we're down by ten at halftime. I mean, just then we outscored by twenty-one. But I mean, what? I mean, it still counts as a win. And teams all over the country have been playing. You know, college basketball has got more of a to be more prepared. You know, or, or uh, teams knocking off our our seeded or how I thought of teams just because you get a lot more experiences. These teams come at us, but uh, we do. We're supposed to do a win, but. We have to play a lot better. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I think you know. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Well, maybe we don't have to play a lot better. We'll find out when we play the next game exactly what we're gonna do. It's almost like you get a little warm up. You get to go play Auburn before you play these two really good teams. So I mean, we're fixing to just step up to the next level, and then we're gonna go to the next level after that, and then we're gonna go up to the uh, top ten. 
one of the best teams in the nation. So uh, that that's that's just that's just kind of how we're how we're going to roll here in, here in the next three games. And I think it's awesome because it's going to let you know exactly where Arkansas stands at the end of these three games. Are we competitive? Can we win a national championship? Well, if we run the table on these three teams, yes, we can. If we lose one of these games, yes, we can. If we lose all three, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're looking at opportunities too to knock off Tennessee, a top ten team. Mm-hmm. You know, to knock off Missouri, number ranked ranked number fourteen. I mean, there's no reason like we haven't lost either. So who knows? Well, I mean, I believe in this team to to really step up and play. Yeah, I mean, I do if we too. go three and zero, two and one, I mean, you're looking at we might be, you know, we might move into the rankings too because we proved all right this team is for real because all the you know, it seems a lot of people are like we're, we're respect. We just haven't played anybody. It's fair. I mean, even the computer rankings were were pretty good. If, like we've still shown like not losing, like not having a loss in the that column. If we you know win, what I mean? if we um, win the next three games, I would expect us to be in the you know top twenty five, wouldn't you? Don't you think? Oh, I mean, gosh. that's fair, right? I would think we'd be in, if we if we beat Missouri, Tennessee, and Auburn. I yeah. feel like we, I don't think we might move up to fit in the top fifteen. That'd be that'd be cool, but I'll take top twenty. I think top twenty five would be fair, you know. Um, I don't know. Anyway, we played Abilene Christian seventy two eighty five, a much closer game than it should have been. Really, um, uh, let's see. We'll take a look here. We got uh, Moody leading the points, uh, twenty one points. Uh, you got uh, Seals right behind him with eighteen points. Then you got uh, Note giving in nineteen points. Uh, then you got Tate and Vanover. Uh, Tate eight points. Vanover seven points. Smith uh, not not doing much this game. Four points. Um, and then Robinson with three. As far as like rebounds go, you really don't have anybody that's had blowing it out of the water rebounds except for Smith and Tate. They they, they were the only ones that really did well rebound in this game. And that's really where you see some of the problems and issues uh, throughout this game kind of arise. Um, so. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Smith, again, a rebounding force. But everybody else, Tate at the guard position. And then, I mean, Vanderbilt only two. You know, his last couple games, we talked about opening this in this podcast, catching up on the USCA game. He had a big, big-time game. Yeah. Um, but but here lately, only like two rebounds from his position. He's got to give us more, especially in 25 minutes. Only two rebounds in 25, almost 26 minutes. Mm. Um, for Vanderbilt, he's got to be better than that in um, seals the only three, you know, while well, he's guard, but I mean, you know, a lot of these guys, just a couple there. I mean, only, mm-hmm. no, I mean, you got, of, yeah, just no, yeah, nobody more than four besides Tate and Smith. And yeah, um, we did out rebound 39 28, but just a slow, we you know, we let Abilene Christian dictate the pace, yeah, yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know, it was a just a much closer game than it should have been. It just felt like they wasn't like in this game like that wasn't like the other games we've played it just felt like a really bad game for for the hogs well it was opposite too the last couple against uca and the oral roberts we got down the double digits and then came back to outscore them by 20 mm-hmm. this time we're up 47 31 at halftime and then abilene score out scores us 41 to 38 in the second half so we did not end the game in the second half very well you know we the first half was nice you know we were moving the ball 
mm-hmm. on pace for almost you know maybe to get be able to get to 100 points yeah um, we only ended up 85 and just sloppy in the second half yeah, um, yeah you gotta close it out right turn. yeah uh, only 15 assists 13 turnovers you know it just yeah, I did you, like that we shot 30 free throws. So we're, you know, the last three games we've increased the, the, the free throw attempts and get mm-hmm. to the line. Yeah, I mean, you're shooting 80% free throws in this game. So, you know, 24 30, like you said, you're doing really well. Uh, then you got your, you know, you're not jacking up your three pointers. You know, you hit 36%, which, you know, you're doing a little bit better than you have the past couple of games. You're still. You know, not where you want to be, but at the same time, you know that that's a decent, you know, that's decent right there. And then uh, with the uh, taking it, you know, down low, you're looking at the 26:59 uh, ratio. So you know, 44%. So you know, I think the thing is, is, is you know, they're they're doing well, and you can see like you're you're talking about where you know they're they're passing the ball a little bit more because they got 15 assists. Uh, and you know they're hitting those three-point shots because they're 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 taking it down and then passing it out and then hitting the three-pointers, and that's really what you're that's really what you're looking for. But what I like to see is that I'd like to see our our uh, percentages in the paint go up a little bit, like that, that like you know the three-pointer. Yeah, you're right there where you need to be in this game. Like I can, I, I'm feeling good about it, right? I don't feel like we're just jacking up balls in this game, honestly, mm-hmm. but. Um, this feels like we're not doing what we need to do down low, which is strange because we've been doing it all year. No, we only scored, we got outscored by Abilene forty to twenty four in the paint. We only had twenty four points in the paint. The last the two games before that, we had you know fifty or more. Yeah, thirty six percent. It's not bad from three, and you know uh, it's not atrocious like that sixteen percent against O R U. So not bad. You can have that. You know. Um, but not enough points in the paint should have been, and we still score a something, man. But it just like that first half, we should have continued that on. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're out rebounded them though, which was nice, you know, thirty nine to twenty eight rebounds, and you know, blocks, steals. You know, it was close, but we still did the better. We did better, you know, right? And uh, only thirteen turnovers, so you know, I don't know, fouls. We shouldn't have 18 personal fouls in this game, I don't think. I, don't, I think that's a little excessive, honestly. I think you play a little bit more disciplined game. Yeah, they're, they're calling quite a bit, but putting them on the line. Um, I don't know, you know, it's a weird game because, you know, Musselman wasn't coaching it. David Patrick, Musselman was off at the house from uh, uh, contact tracing. So, mm-hmm. you know, nice to see them taking the... You know, cautious and sending them home, though. I know that's got to be tough in a real game, but we've had that happen to both head coaches in football and basketball. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's but, true. You know, nice. I mean, Patrick, you know, I thought he, I thought, man, we really came out. I just don't know. I don't know if they were just kind of cruise control and ready for Auburn or what, but uh, we've got to play a lot better, but we're still undefeated. I still really like the team. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're undefeated. We're a great team. We're having. We're playing good. Uh, I mean, the things that we have to complain about are, you know, things where we say that you know we could see improvement. You know, okay, we can get more production in the paint. You know, we could uh, tighten up our three point shots. But it looks like we did do that. You know, in this in this last game, we could tighten up our free throws. But it looks like we're we're moving in that direction. So like every time we look at like these stats and how they're building thus far. You can see them building in this positive trend 
from way back at the beginning of the of the year when we were talking about it, you definitely see us getting better and moving in a positive trend. Now we're going to go play Auburn, and we're fixing to find out just how good we are because, you know, honestly, Ed Musselman, he's a smart coach. He ain't been giving, he ain't been showing everything. He, even, he hasn't been, you know, putting the whole offense out there. You know, I bet he's only got 2% of the offense installed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, this, this, sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's about to get real. It's about to get real at all. <laughs> you know, they're on a five game win streak, so they're better. You know, well thought of. It's it's about to get real, man. I mean, I don't. There, we're we're saying nothing that the coaches or players wouldn't say as far as, um, you know, uh, yeah. as far as knowing there's things they can improve on. You think they're happy just beating a no? They know what the schedule, is, man. I think that's a. Um, you know what's up, and I'm, I'm so excited, man. Next week's going to be crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's going to let us know what kind of team we got. We win this Auburn game, roll into Missouri. That's going to be exciting. I guess we need to I guess we need to throw some predictions out there. You think we're going to do the podcast before the Wednesday game? I mean, we, can, we can throw some. We did the prediction. I mean, the uh, TCU games after the all right, man. What? Yeah, I mean, I don't I know guess much let's about. Take a look at, let's take a look at Auburn so we can uh, we can find out about Unless you want to hold off, man. It's okay. It's all right. <coughs> no, I'm fine, man. Unless you want to, I mean, we can we can do Auburn. Definitely got to do Auburn, and then we got to do the uh, you know the other program, and then uh, oh, we'll have to we'll have to talk about Missouri later, though. Mm-hmm. We'll probably do Missouri after. When you want to do it? Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, next I mean, week. It's like after we talk about the TCU and Auburn game, but. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we are uh, fixing to go play Auburn. And, uh, you know, that's the, uh, that's the next game on the schedule here. Uh,. Goodness gracious, these old boys. Let's let's take a look at them and see kind of what they've done thus far this year. Let's see. They beat St. Joseph 96-91. to 91. That's, What is that? School of the Blind, St. Joseph? Good Lord. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a close game. Very first game. Anyway. Uh, time, yeah. And then uh, Gonzaga beats them 90-67. Uh, to 67. Uh, Then... UCF beats them, University of Central Florida, uh, 63-55. Then they go, they beat South Alabama, 90-81. to uh, They go over and play Memphis, beat Memphis, 74-71. Real close game again. Uh, go over and play Texas Southern, uh, beat Texas Southern, 80-63. Uh, they go play Troy, beat Troy, 77-41. Uh, they go play Appalachian State, and... Uh, Beat Appalachian State 67-53. Uh, and, and we are fixing the plan. I mean, in all honesty, you know, you're just looking at who they played, who they've lost against, things like that. Like, I just felt like, you know, there is a uh, definitely uh, opportunity to win this game. Uh, even though it is going to be a tougher team, you know, that we're going up against, there's definitely opportunity to win this thing. Yeah, I think we've got a great chance to win it. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think this is a um, Auburn team that I don't know. I think we need to establish this as a team of Arkansas to be reckoned with. There's not. I mean, 
you've got all these grad transfers came in here to win. You know, Musselman was hired to come in and win. You know what I mean? We didn't get a chance to play in that March Madness last year. Got cut off short, and we were still needed to win quite a few games to get there. This mm-hmm. team is team to be reckoned with. You got the the experience from those guys. You, I mean, even though you kind of piece the team together, you've got the, you know, you had a top five recruiting class in basketball. So you, you know, a lot of young talent that can contribute. You expect a lot. Auburn, I expect to come out and win. That's what you're talking about. Just yeah. Auburn, right? I just, I yeah. just keep getting. That's what we're talking Auburn. about, Auburn. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking at the, you're looking at this. It means a lot, man. Well, you look at this game too, man, and you see, you know, the Arkansas is the top of the heap right now, top of, you know, number one in the nation, uh, or the SEC, sorry, not the nation, but number one in the SEC. And, uh, you know, you, you got a situation where, you know, they're trying to knock you off. Like everybody's going to be trying to knock you off the pedestal whenever whenever you're there. You're, you're eight, no, you hadn't lost the game yet. Everybody else in the SEC you know, is, is at least, you know, taking one loss, you know, even got... I mean, it's a crazy year. You got Kentucky winning that game. I mean, he, Kentucky's almost like right at the bottom of the SEC this year. I mean, they are not. They are not doing. It's just. It's just wild, man. It's just a wild year. But we're fixing to go in, and like I said, we're fixing to play. You know, Auburn and then Tennessee, and that's two two good programs that are ranked. Really, they you know they should be ranked higher than than they are. But at the same time, you know we're going through all this whole COVID situation and stuff, and. You know, you never know who they lost in these games and who wasn't able to play and stuff. I mean, I guess you could go back and, like, research that. I didn't. But. Oh, man. Probably should have. No, no. I don't know. You know, there's, it's, it's, it's a weird year, man. But Auburn's not. I think we could beat them, man. I mean, like, it's, it's just crazy. It's hard to say. Yeah, They've I been know. pretty good here lately. I mean, they made the championship a couple years ago. Um, you know, we haven't we haven't won enough, man. It's time to prove where we belong and winning road game would be a big step this year. We expect a lot. It's such a big game. I mean, I don't know what else. You know, I haven't watched a lot of Auburn basketball. I've been watching a lot of football still. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll admit it. Uh, well, I think, you know, yeah. Yeah. Came out kind of out of nowhere. I think that's all. A lot of football, so it's kind of been hard. I haven't really just sought out. Auburn basketball. Yeah. So I don't know a lot, but I know it's a team. I, we've kind of told you the gist. Yeah. Well, they got uh, the guard, the guard, Shafari Cooper. We got to, you know, we got to play that, play him. He, you know, he's, he's good. And he's going to, you know, he's going to get out there and, and uh, you know, we're going to have to, you know, compete with him. And then Allen Flanagan at guard and, and Jamal Johnson, uh, Chase Smash Drop, uh, the, you know, then you look at their centers, and you got uh, Ch- what Chandler Lapper. I guess he's the he's the guy at the center position that's really good. And they're forward Jalen Williams and uh, Javon Franklin, uh, and that's really like everybody that you see like getting the ball a lot in, in this with this team so far this year. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what happened to. Uh... Yeah, Justin Powell too, I guess. Um, as far as the stats, you know, when we score four games, the team in four point team, fourteen points a game. Yeah, Flanagan, like you're mentioning, Flanagan thirteen nine points a game. Um, yeah. uh, leading free throw shot taker. Uh, you know, leading rebounder is Powell. You know, they you're not a big big team, averaging forty rebounds a game. Um, Shoot sixty-one percent from free throw line, not that great. Thirty-one percent from the three-point line. 
44% overall, so not a heavily offensive team, like 77 points a game. You know, not as not, – I think it's kind of a rebuilding year. For, it seems like a lot yeah. of these guys had, had, hadn't played as much. Of course, we've only got two – I mean, Desi Seals is about the only guy returning for us, so we can't say – I can't say much. But this is, this is an Auburn team, not one of their best in the last couple of years. Yeah. So – I mean that's I mean that's the team. I don't know. That that's about. It's oh hard to God. say because we haven't played in conference. I mean, some of these other teams have played better teams, but it's a. I expect. I think you agree too, Chad. That we expect to win, and I'm expecting a lot from this team, and I'm ready. I'm I'm excited though. Excited. Exactly. And so then you got what Missouri? That's gonna be the day after New Year's. So. I don't know. There's a week in between there, so I guess we'll probably get, get roll one out, podcast <laughs> out before then. We'll figure something out with Missouri. Even if it's a quick, quick voicemail. Hey, Chad, this is what I thought about Missouri. Here's my. <laughs> We're getting out there. It's been a good podcast. Long one. Very nice, though. So. Yeah. So. Anyway, well, I don't know. I think we, I think we'll get another podcast out by by the time we play Missouri. So we could probably just, you know, I don't know. We can go into it. I guess. I mean, hell, might as well. Why not? And then we can, then we just got Tennessee to deal with. All right. We can deal with it later, man. It's all right. No, it's good, man. Let's let's roll. Let's just keep it rolling. All right, here we go, Missouri. Going into Missouri. All right, so we're gonna play Missouri. Let's see. We can find out about these boys. Let's see. All right, so they played uh, Oral Roberts, uh, beat them 91-64. So you got kind of a comparison game there. They uh, played uh, Oregon uh, 75-83, played Wichita State, beat them 62-72, played Liberty, uh, beat them 69-60, played Illinois, beat them 81-78, uh, played Bradley, beat them 54-53. Very close game against Bradley. Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. Uh, and then they'll be playing uh, Tennessee. So that'll be interesting to watch. Keep your eye on. Oh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching Tennessee and Missouri after we play Auburn. Uh, like the six o'clock game, like right before mm-hmm. that one. That's a nine o'clock. So. Wow, Missouri, yeah, Missouri and Tennessee right after one. Well, that'll be a good one. Yeah, I mean, hell, they've beat two ranked teams. Oregon number twenty one when they played them. Illinois was number six. Mm-hmm. I thought they lost they the game, play. but I guess they haven't. Mm-hmm. They almost lost to Bradley. Man, that's crazy. Come on, Bradley, you couldn't muster that up. What two more points? Golly. Feel bad for them, man. That'd been big for that program. Hey, well, we'll just have to knock them off. Yeah, they played them hard. So. I mean, they've got guys we've played before. I mean, we we lost we lost a big one. I mean, it didn't matter because the NCAA tournament was canceled. But we had a crucial game at their place, and we we lost the lead at the end, lost in overtime to them. Um, in February, so this is a team that can beat us. You know, they got guys Pinson and Tillman coming back from last year that we played. And uh, Missouri's a team. Quanza Martin's got them, got them going pretty good. Obviously, six and zero. I mean, that good wins. So um, this is a team to be reckoned with. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, um, I don't know. They got this uh, Jamal Tillman, uh, Mark Smith. Uh, uh, for Tillman's a forward. Smith's a guard. Uh, they got Kobe Brown, forward. Uh, then they got Mitchell Smith, forward. Uh, Javon P Pickett, uh, which is a guard. So, you know, and you see all those guys uh, really contributing a lot. Uh, to the program, you know. Yeah, uh, Penson's are you know, late scoring guy. He's eighty four percent. They shoot free throws pretty well. The guards do at least. Mm -hmm. um, they, uh, Penson's does turn over three and a half times a game. Thirty eight percent field goal percentage. So he he shoots uh, not so efficient, but he gets to the uh, gets to the rim and makes things. Have Mark Smith, our sharpshooter, forty three percent three yep. point line. He's another 87% free throw shooter. So their guards are really, and then you got Tillman at uh, averaging 8.2 and then 7.8 rebounds. Yeah. So they're, uh, the guards are really talented for them. They play pretty good defense, and then they got some inside guys, uh, Tillman. So we'll kind of see what Van Over and Smith, um, how they kind of match up down low with them. Yeah, be, you know, that'll be fun to watch us play a, a, a strong game down low where we can try to get down there and dominate. We haven't seen... Arkansas will be able to do that in quite some time. So that will be nice to see the size down there. I should have had it last year. I can't believe they let all these other people transfer to all these other schools and colleges and play. And they screwed us over the way they did, man. Uh, just blows me away. Wow, just Every time I think about it, man. Like, there's been over play last year. That was but not just like, yeah, but it's been like all these other players that have been transferring in this year too. And it's just like, obviously, like, he should have got to play. Like, it was just, it was just ridiculous that they banned him and they let these other people play. It just makes no sense. It's all the same exact situations. Um, I mean, Reggie Chaney played for us last year. He, he plays, he was playing for Houston before they had all kinds of COVID issues. Yeah. And then there's been other people who go to other teams and stuff. Same situation, and it's just, yeah, you know, I don't know. They did it. It's just done. It's dirty, you know. Why? Why some random person gets to sit over there and roll the dice or whatever the hell they do to choose it, you know? <sighs> so I don't know. Uh, I do like the fact that we've got a height this year. We got some power forward centers, along with some talented guards. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm ready. I'm ready to see this play some teams. We're going to really be able to talk about. You know, when we preview Tennessee, we'll really know what we look like as a basketball team. And that's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting because we're going to play a really, you know, tough game. We're going to be going in there, and, and you know, that's going to be exciting. So, I guess we need to do some uh, we need to do some predictions on these things, too. Okay. So. I'll go uh, Arkansas 89, Auburn 78. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Arkansas, 93, Auburn, 82. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, I'll give you first crack at Missouri. Um, I'll say Arkansas, 93. Missouri, 
92. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about a close game, too. That would be classic to come out with that at Missouri win. Um, I'll go with Arkansas 81, Missouri 78. So I think we're both kind of feeling like Missouri is going to be a. No, that game, that game should be a fail. High scoring game, fun game for everybody. You know, moving the ball up and down the court quickly, you know. Um, Bud Walton, 11 a.m. games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Day after New Year's. What a week. Coming off an Auburn win, feeling good about ourselves. Good Lord, man, coming home. Undefeated. Going into this thing undefeated. And then when we win that one, we're going to go play Tennessee, and we're going to... We're going to be ranked in the top, what, top 25? Yeah, if we Tennessee. beat Auburn, Missouri, I bet we'd be like 20th or 22nd, something. And that, hopefully Tennessee would have won all their games at that point. So you want to root for Tennessee to win. Yeah, yeah, you want as big of a win as we can get. Yeah. And you want, you know, to go down there and play Tennessee. They're ranked at, you know, 6 by then and beat them when you're ranked 25. Jump up to, you know, like eighth. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works, man. I don't know. Uh, it's all right, man. We just got to hope for us to win, and I'm excited for these games to mean something. Good. They, they just got the whole thing all messed up with the, you know, standings and stuff like that, the way they do it, you know, these days in college basketball. Well, it's weird. There's just one conference, so you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. One SEC conference that we play, in, no SEC West. That's true. Oh well. Wow. Is that it? Is that the whole podcast? Are we done? Well, I mean, uh, oh, we did our picks. We talked about those. We we still doing that? Picks? Are we? Oh, we've got them. We can go over them next week. See yeah. how we're doing. Can I update them? Yeah, we, we did do them, though. Do we need to do picks this week? Or? I think we already did. Oh, the bowl picks. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got them. Oh. So I guess we should run through them real quick. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Y'all going to hang in there a little bit longer. <laughs> a little longer. Here we go. You got yours? I got them, man. I did too. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, who'd you pick? All right. I picked Appalachian State, and they did win. We've had some games already. Yep. Let's make Yep. Yeah, so I picked Appalachian State also. So you picked Appalachian State also. Okay. Yep. Uh... Then we got Sorry. the. I have a. I picked. I picked Tulane. That's. A, I picked Tulane also. Famous Idaho lost. Potato Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Nevada won, so we lost that one. Um, UCF BYU. I picked BYU. I picked UCF. All right. Boca Raton Bowl. BYU won forty nine twenty three. How about? Louisiana Tech, Georgia Southern. Louisiana Tech. That was the New Orleans Bowl. We both missed that one. They got beat 38-3. to Hmm. <laughs> Memphis, Florida Atlantic. 
I took Memphis, Montgomery Bowl. I did too in Montgomery. And then today, Hawaii-Houston. I took Hawaii in the New Mexico Bowl. So as of right now, um, you know, we're, let's see, I'm four and two and you're three and three. And then, all right, let's run through them. The Marshall Buffalo game. Oh, I did uh, Marshall on that one. Camilla Bowl. You did Marshall. I did as well. How about the um, South Carolina UAB game in Tampa? Yeah, I did South Carolina. Oh. The Union well, Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. What a horrible name for a bowl game. Wait a minute. Oh, I guess, I don't know. I guess they're not playing that because South Carolina uh, opted out of that game. They got all COVID stuff, so that game's not going on. <laughs> really? Wow. Um, all right. How about well. the... Uh, Surf Pro First Responder, Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrun. Oh, hold on. I got to find that one. That's a. Sorry, man. That right there is a. Booger's the best. A uh, American Pale Ale recipe that you gave me. I had mixed in with my stats here. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, which one was it? Uh, Louisiana UTSA. Oh, first responder. Okay, I had uh, Louisiana on that one. What about that Cure Bowl with uh, Coastal Carolina and Liberty? Um, wait a minute. Wasn't even on my sheet. I got Coastal Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost, it was on a couple, a little bit down. Oh, okay. Maybe those games got canceled. I didn't get that. Um, okay, Coastal Carolina. I got Coastal Carolina. I had Liberty. Okay. Um, how about West Western Kentucky, Georgia State? Lending Tree Ball? Yeah, I had uh, Western Kentucky on that one. Okay. I got Georgia State. So we're picking a lot different. That's good. Um, Louisiana, UTSA. Um, where is that one? Louisiana UCSA. Oh, the serve pro bowl. Yeah, I went yeah. Louisiana on that one. Okay, I did too. Um, Oklahoma State, Miami, and the Cheez-It Bowl. Oh, I got it here. I did uh, Miami on that one. I did two. Oh, yeah. um, Texas, Colorado. I went Texas. The Alamo Bowl. Colorado. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Wake Forest, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay, I did too. Um, the Duke's Iowa, Mayo Bowl. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. What the hell? <laughs> How about the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl? <laughs> Iowa, Missouri. <laughs> I went with Iowa. I went with Missouri. Really? 
Oh, shut up. A good year caught in Oklahoma, Florida. What do you think about that one? Florida. Mm-hmm. I'll go Florida as well. Should have went um, to Oklahoma, though. Change it, man. No, I'm sticking it with Florida. They've had such a good year, man. It's been ridiculous. How about the um, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces? Tulsa versus Mississippi State. I went Mississippi State on that. I went Tulsa. I think um, the Pirates I, gonna have enough time to get a bunch of practices in and do some fancy stuff. Okay, how about the Arizona Bowl? Ball State versus Nick Starkle and San Jose State. Undefeated. I got San Jose State winning this. And I'm proud of Nick, man. Yeah, I'm too. Uh, well, West Virginia, Tennessee got canceled, so we can't do that one. How about the okay, our you, or how about the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, Cincinnati versus Georgia? Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. I, I'm sure I picked Georgia on that. Yeah, okay, I don't see it on my sheet, but I bet that's yeah. Okay, I found it, Georgia. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. BRBO Citrus Bowl. Auburn Northwestern. I got Northwestern winning this. I do too. Yeah. Um, Rose Bowl. Notre Dame-Bama. Bama. Bama. Okay. Allstate. I do too. Allstate Sugar. Ohio State Clemson. 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 Yeah. I do too. Um, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, NC State versus Kentucky. Went with NC State. That's a good pick. I went Kentucky. I have no idea why. Um, Outback Bowl, wow. Ole Miss, Indiana. Uh, Ole Miss, yeah. I went with Ole Miss, too. Um, wow. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Oregon, Iowa State. Um, Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State as well. And how about the Orange Bowl, A&M versus North Carolina? Went with A&M. Oh, North Carolina. Did you okay. really? And then Bama Clemson. I got Bama 48-45. Do we have to have a score on it? No, I just I wrote that down, so that's uh, what I got. I don't know. Let me see. How much is Alabama going to beat Clemson by? 52 so got- to 14. Wow. 52 to 14. That's what Alabama's going to beat Clemson by this year. My dog. Wow. What a podcast. Well, I guess that's it, man. I think it is. Two hours, four minutes. You guys hung in there with the Hog Call Podcast, live, uncut, not censored, just brought right to you the way it happens, how it is. Woo Pig Suey. Go Hogs. <laughs>